0: everybody and welcome back to the frames for thought podcast my name is alex the animator and with me as always is my good buddy mark the actor and tonight we're doing it we're going to talk about arcane we are going to break the ice with arcane where we're, we're going to get some differing uh, opinions going on in here and we'll talk about some animation and some story and i hope you sit back and enjoy all right here we go arcane There's, I couldn't save that intro I I, I tried, it just wasn't going to happen Yeah, I know I'm, I'm excited to talk about Arcane <laughs> And I know that you have some things to say
1: Yeah, uh, actually I, w- I want to ask you right now And it's it's good if we say this at the very beginning um, Spoilers? Question mark? Uh, because a lot of my issues that I have are story related Right Yeah, so I, I want to say spoilers yeah. Right off the top. Yeah,
0: I I feel like that's safe. So let, let's just put that disclaimer in right now. If you haven't watched Arcane and you're planning on watching Arcane, spoilers ahead. Yeah. And I'm not talking like a little bit of spoilers. We're probably gonna be talking for like most of season one. Yeah So Yeah. yeah. So stop here <laughs> and go watch it if you're curious or wait to, to listen to this. But anyway, you've been warned it's, it's, Spoilers it's, ahead.
1: It's less than nine hours to watch the whole first season. So Yeah. And that's what I did in one day. So <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> All right. Um, you know right. what? Let's, let's le- hear it. Let's. You want me to go first?
0: Yeah, let's hear your story complaints.
1: Okay. Well, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the things I really like because. Okay. Overall, we're,
0: we're making the sandwich, are we? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, overall, I like the show. Um, there's a lot of very positive things to say about it. I just have a few story things that kind of. They're not. The biggest deals in the world, but they just kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and sure. I think a part of that has to do with like I'm coming from playing League of Legends like almost ten years ago to right. now. Like I was there when these characters were first released, sort of deal.
0: Yeah, I so I started playing when Trundle was new. Yeah, Let, ex- ex- exactly in.
1: exactly. So like yeah. a long time ago. I, I remember when Caitlyn first came out, and I was like, I love this character. I will play her forever. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so the things I really like. Um, I think the music is amazing in this in this TV show.
0: Uh, Ooh, I didn't know we were going there. Well, I,
1: I'm just going to name everything. <laughs> yep, yep. But cool. I, I feel the soundtrack for this series is on point. It's the right amount of modern and classical. Classical in the sense of like not like Beethoven, but more, more time period or uh, more, fit, more fitting the time period in the world they're creating. Right. Um, it fits
0: it fits the universe yeah exactly
1: so yeah I very much I the soundtrack is amazing whoever's in charge of that did a fantastic job. Um, animation wise I think it's stellar for what it like for what they're trying to do what they're trying to put across it does look like a video game which I think is great for again what they're like they're coming from League of Legends so it should yeah. look like the game so I like that I thought that was really well and I also the whole time watching it, I would have little moments that would drop in because I know that Magic: The Gathering has been trying to make a TV show as well, and yep. the entire time I'm sitting there thinking like, whoever animated this, like this style is what they need to do for that TV show, because
0: it's too late. It, it's, it, too it, late. it's
1: far too late. Because but there would be, there'd be moments though where like just the there'd be like a tableau, and I was like that looks like a magic card, <laughs> you know, like that, like that looks like that looks exactly like one, and so like the the whole time watching I was like yeah they MTG needs to go back to the very beginning and just reanimate with this because it's perfect. Um yeah. so I really like the animation, I really like the music. The acting is completely on point. Um I, every single character is casted perfectly, is voiced perfectly with maybe the only exception for me. No, that, I'm not that's not even true. No, because that actor still did a really good job. It's it's something else. I'll I'll, I'll get to it later. Um, yeah, I think, uh, uh, but one scene that really stands out for me was when in the first, I think it's episode four, when they leave Powder behind and she's having that, like, mental breakdown, that was very visceral, very honest and very realistic. And I believed it. Like, I, that really stood out to me as probably, like, one of, like, the most believable moments in the entire show. Um, I can see kids right. doing that. I remember as a kid feeling like that at times. Um so I, I really, the acting in general from everybody, uh, I think is very on point, very well done. They did a fantastic job there. Um, what else? What else is something I really enjoyed? Uh, fight scenes. Uh, the fight scenes, they're, they're very visceral and you feel the impact. So it's everything you sort of need from this sort of genre and this, what they're trying to put across from this scene. Um, my issues with the fight scenes, though... Is that? Okay. Oh, go ahead. You know what you want? You want to jump yeah, in? No, no. Oh, okay. No, no. Uh, my issue with the with the fight scenes was they were so repetitive, and it irked me because here we like here we have a nine episode series, and four of the biggest fights are between the same two people, and nothing really changes in the fights until the like except for like if you look at the very first one and the very last one. And the characters I'm talking about specifically are Vi and that woman with the with a robotic arm. They right. f- they fight so much together in this show. I don't even know who that woman's supposed to be. If she's like a new character, okay, yeah. is she? I'm not sure. Yeah, because if she's not, that's a complete waste of the property, in my opinion. Have them fight, Samira you know, or something. I yeah, have it? them fight once nah. or twice. That's fine. But here you have this like, like a hundred. Characters to pick from, and I want to see those characters from the games fight. Like, a moment for me that I got really excited uh, was uh, when Jace and Vi had that argument. I think it was like episode eight or nine. They have an argument in the very beginning, and I was like, Oh, finally, like, finally, we're gonna see them fight. And right, they don't, and that just like broke my heart. I was like, That's exactly what I want to see. You tease it, mm. and then you take it away. Yep. I understand story wise why they did take it away. But as, as someone who was looking forward to this the entire series, it didn't happen. Uh, it's upsetting. Um, but then you have uh, Echo versus Jinx on the bridge. Hmm. And it's completely yeah. stylized and it's amazing. It's, it's so fantastic. Like, I, uh, I don't even know how exactly how to put this, but it's just like the way the fight flows and the way it switches from past to present. It just it's just so beautiful, and then they work in Echo's ability to go back in time a couple minutes, and then go yeah. then go back in. They they make it work and they make it make sense, and it reads yep. and it's great. So like, like they had the ability to make these fights fantastic, but they didn't give us enough of them. There was too mm. much goon versus Vi. Like there was way too much of that. There wasn't enough Jace doing anything. Like and that's and that's the thing that makes me okay. So okay, I'm just gonna get into things I don't like, because um, story wise. I, I hate I, not not hate. Um, I, I I felt very underwhelmed story wise. The main story that gets concentrated on is Vi and Jinx, and in the first four episodes, we're sort of watching them as kids, and I think that beginning is fine for two episodes. Four episodes, they really dragged stuff out, and I really didn't appreciate that. I felt they could have I felt they could have wrapped that up sooner. Um, okay. cause what I wanted to get into, cause like for me, the show really picked up when they, when they do the, the future jump and here we are now, um, in this world and here's the characters that you, you recognize now, like here, who, here's who they are and now what are they going to do with them? And things get a lot yeah. more grittier and they got a lot more impactful. So for me, like the first, like I would say like the, like the third episode, I was kind of like in and out, like mentally watching it. Um, and I'm just talking about story wise. Like, mm-hmm. uh the, the other things I compliment are throughout the entire nine episodes. It's, it's beautiful looking yeah, yeah. and the music is fantastic for nine episodes. but it the only like the interesting part in those first four episodes for me was Jason Victor doing their whole hex tech thing and I yeah. wish that we spent more time with Jason Victor just because of that excuse me
0: right um it's good that you want to explore other other storylines because, they're, I, I really feel like they're building it to that big clash, right? I, Where I, there's like several separate stories that are all happening, and then all of a sudden it's going to come to a head and just bang, bang.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, like, even the way it ends with Jinx doing her special and blowing up like the council, right? You know, that's oh, yeah, you know, that was wild. You know, that's going to lead to Jace and uh, that woman's mother from Noxus uh, forming an army and attacking the Undercity. Like, that's what's yeah. gonna, that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, which is great. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see that transition. And again, like for me, my favorite character throughout all this was Jace. His character mm-hmm. journey from where he started to where he ended, and where we can possibly go from there, excites me a lot more than anybody else in the series. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very partial to from to that fall from grace type character. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. like, like a, a character i I've, I've always wanted to play was Macbeth. And the whole reason for it is that he starts off as this noble man and then slowly descends into evil, and right. like that to me is an interesting journey. Um, mm-hmm. The whole Vi and Jinx thing with like like the the have versus the have-nots like we've seen that story a million times, so I'm mm-hmm. not as excited to see it again. Um, and and here's like here's like a and this is extremely personal. This gripe, uh, Jinx is probably my least favorite character in League of Legends. Um,
0: ah, that's unfortunate. Yeah,
1: and it's not because of this show. Like, the like, the woman in this show who's playing Jinx is fucking amazing. I loved her. She does such a good job with that character and making it real and making it honest. She does a great job. But the reason why I hate Jinx is that Jinx was made to capitalize on the Harley Quinn craze. That's exactly who she's supposed to be. She's your Harley Quinn Joker. And mm-hmm. I, f- I find that annoying just because it's like I see the marketing in it. You know, from, like, from the other side of the room. It's like, that's why you're doing this. Okay. Right. Um, but what makes Jinx fun in the game is that she's just completely psychotic. And she has fun with what she's doing. And that's the only thing that's kind of missing for me from this Jinx. Is that she's not having fun. It's like she's constantly on the break of a complete mental breakdown. Which she kind of does have at the end. Um, yeah. Which So that's probably was, like, the purpose of that. But there was just Mm -hmm. things where, like, and there was things, too, that was, like, um, that whole dinner room scene where you think she, like, killed Caitlyn and the heads underneath the tray or whatever. Right. Um, That is completely ripped off from, well, I I shouldn't say they ripped it off, but it's exactly what happened, I think it was, like, I want to say, like, ten years ago in in Batman Detective Comics where, um, like, Joker removed the skin of his face. And mm-hmm. he ends up like capturing the Bat Family and sits them all at dinner, uh, and right. and it's like oh I killed Alfred kind of thing, but I don't think he does. I can't remember exactly how it ends, but it's like right. I was getting vibes of that, and so I was like okay well there you go. <laughs> I mean I know I know he doesn't kill Alfred because Bane kills Alfred a couple issues later, but right. um I think that was like the taunt he was doing is like something's underneath this. Ooh what is it? <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, so that was like underwhelming for me because I was like I feel like you just took this from that comic. Um, I, I, the am going to, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to stop talking soon because I want to let you to get, get in on this, but the last, the last, um, (laughs) the last story thing that stood out to me that I didn't like, uh, well, I, um, there's two, um, but the, the last one that stood out to me that I didn't like was, I don't see where the relationship between Vi and Caitlin came from. It could have been something I missed. But it seemed like it happened too quickly, and it right. it it seemed like we were missing a couple scenes. What what I would have liked is that the, if they didn't get so intimate and close in this season, but you like you you plant the seed in this season, and then the second season, that's when it like it that would make more sense to me. It felt it feels rushed in this, and when it feels rushed, doesn't feel earned, um, mm. and it and it becomes like what my second issue is, where. It almost feels, and I, and I hate saying this, but it, it, it is something that happens in modern writing right now. It feels like to me that it's like a forced diversity thing where oh, okay. it's like, like we got to make these characters gay. So we're just going to make it happen. But if you make it happen organically, I think it's better than just we're doing this. Um, right.
0: And my, my counterpoint to that yeah. is that something's got to give. Right. Mm. And so if if they're if they're writing and they're writing more intense action sequences and they're going to put more emphasis on the action, Mm -hmm. they have to take away from other story beats. That's fair. I mean, I I mean, that's fair, but that's because they they don't know how long, like honestly, they don't know how long or how many seasons or whatever, how how long are you going to be able to drag the story out? So there there has to be some liberties taken somewhere. See, right? See for
1: for me, I think all it simply is is cutting out that scene with them in Caitlin's bedroom. If you if you cut that out, everything else still makes sense. With like how mm-hmm. Jinx is like, oh, it's your girlfriend or whatever, like all that stuff still makes sense, but it, it's less intimate without it like it feels not earned to that intimacy in that scene. Um, sure. so like that that's the only thing for me. Like if you just cut that scene, I I don't think it would stand out to me so much. Because that, okay. that was literally the moment I was like, wait, what? They love each other? Like, I don't... Mm. I thought they were just, like, they grow... Like, like they start off not liking each other, like, classic. And then yeah. throughout all this adversity, they get closer and closer and closer. And that's why, for me, like, saving that scene for, like, the second season makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, there could have been something that happened before then I just completely missed. Like, something was, yeah. something was planted and I just completely missed it. Um, and then just, like, the final on this kind of, like, forced diversity thing... I feel like with Echo and his crew, I I, I like giving the urban feel and stuff like they did. Like the yeah. music choices for Echo, I really enjoy, and how it changes to that more. It feels like like when he when um his style change is more like uh, graffiti esque. So like mm-hmm. I like all those things, but then it kind of comes off a little to bit me. more jet set. Yeah, a yeah, jet set. Jet set's a perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect example. Um, but for me watching that i feel it's like so you're gonna take these like characters of color and then you're just gonna like push them into stereotype land like that that that's what yeah it,
0: i i feel like that it almost is coincidental i
1: hope that's it like it just because it's kind of it's just, kinda, right? it just kinda I, stood I, out I feel to
0: me. i feel i feel like you're reading a little too hard into it I, i'm willing to i'm
1: willing to accept that i'm willing to accept that, yeah. to accept that and, because
0: it's yeah. and i feel like you also are going to have to to it's gonna it, it'll take some work from people who play the game a lot too, but you're going to have to break, I think, from the lore, yeah, like canon lore of League of Legends versus what's happening in Arcane.
1: Well, I mean, and and just just for the record, like my issue isn't Vine Caitlin being together. That's not my issue.
0: That's not what I'm getting. Oh, at, okay, okay. What I mean, okay. like even if, like with the Harlequin comment and Jinx, yeah, right. I think what they're 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 playing at the sisters thing yeah. in Arcane, right? Yeah, they're and they're really not trying to play at the Harlequin thing and the harlequin thing um you know in as much as it may have been that in the beginning when jinx was first made mm-hmm. or whatever but i i really do think that they're trying to like individualize it and like really show the like how broken uh jinx is on the inside based on what happened in their childhood sort of thing
1: cool yeah and right, i mean, I mean and i mean yeah. like there is some really cool stuff with her in it you know and there's some really like yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm just saying, like, like, like when Jinx first came out in the game, I was like, yeah. "Don't like this character." I do like her. Right. I do like her more in the show than I do in the game, mm-hmm. but that's just because like we have all this depth and stuff now from her, and she, and she right. isn't just like a Harley Quinn ripoff. Anyways, that's so, enough of me talking. Uh, tell I. Yeah
0: the The animation had me hooked from the from the start. Yes, it's beautiful, right? It's beautiful Be, because of how stylistic it is, but also because of the risks that they're taking. Mm. This particular studio, uh, Fordish uh, Studios, they they're taking like massive risks that other studios aren't taking. Like, I mean, if you were to give it given this title to um, like almost any other studio, there there would have been a very formulaic approach. Okay, right? Where where it's like, how can we make this? uh you know I'll, I'll even quote the um the lead animator here. his name is alexis uh wanroy and he he was even you know saying because he's worked at dreamworks for oh. a number of years before this cool and he was saying that how everything was very formulaic like how do you fit it into the how to train your dragon formula right how do you fit it into you know like those types of things you you want you want the audience pleasers but as it turns out uh the studio heads at uh fortish uh the three owners and founders are all artists and so in in that way they are they view it differently than somebody who is just trying to pad the the company pockets right right? like they they see it as a unique opportunity to explore the property, okay. which is probably why it took so long to to <laughs> develop, right? Because they they were trying to to really pin down the style, make it stand out. Yeah. And man, oh man, did they kind of come out swinging? Oh, eh? yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. I I was reading a little bit about them after I'd watched Arcane, and you know, listening to anything that I could get my hands onto as far as podcasts go, or you know, any news media for behind the scenes about arcane and boy oh boy uh, a studio that started out with you know very very little people to suddenly having over 300 employees working on just arcane right just this is wild to me yeah i mean
1: and and, go sorry sorry go ahead go ahead
0: yeah i know i like the big thing is that this is they're taking risks i i i've never seen an animated show uh that wasn't you know like labeled as such Like this was not labeled as being Adult animation right. or young adult Animation or whatever And you know it, it's not like There were so many Teaser trailers that gave Everything away You know like it was, it was A well kept secret mm-hmm. And then when it came out It exploded you know what I mean Like they dropped a bomb They dropped the mic in the room They were like look at this they drop the mic and they laugh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then all the other animation studios, it's even like you say, you know, Magic the Gathering and people who just recently put out that Dota show, they're probably looking at this and they're going, Well, damn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? Like <laughs> And like I just there's so many little subtleties in the animation. Okay. And so one of the things that that just blew my mind right away was Alexis as the lead, he said that when he was doing all of the like the direction and helping all the artists like there were so many junior or like hmm. like lower level animators working on the show yeah but under hit under like with good direction good guidance good mentoring they were able to like raise the quality bar and bring everybody on staff to this crazy caliber of animation where <laughs> you know everybody's working in such a collaborative it's just it, it's absolutely bonkers to, to be able to put out something like that I mean even think about when uh, Vi is ready to turn herself in mm-hmm. right like she's sitting in the room in the dark and she's sitting in a chair and she's waiting and she's listening for the footsteps and she she's got her leg tapping right oh yeah I love
1: that so, Yeah, yeah yeah you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, yeah yeah I mean like
0: her her leg is bouncing yeah. up and down get, get and then get the anxiety her, you can see yeah her thumb you know like she's rubbing her palm yeah. and the hands going like you know those it's those little touches like that yeah. right? If if you were to give that to almost any animator, you know, they might just have her in the room, you know, like rubbing her hands together, looking down, head in the hands kind of thing. Not many people would be like, let's have her just like nervously shaking her leg. Yeah, you know what I mean, like that that nervous anticipation, that little nervous tick that people have, that even I have when I'm sitting at the dinner table, my leg just is bouncing, bouncing. bouncing no, totally. Bouncing.
1: I, I, it's it's very relatable, and I and I'm I think a lot of studios. Um, they, they would either make a joke out of that or they'd have her doing something more dynamic, like walking around, like hitting the wall and stuff, something like that. But something very right. – something as subtle as just sitting there and, like, shaking the leg, that's something like we all do or at least most of us do. I know a lot of people who do it. So, it's – yeah, it is cool. I remember, oh. I, I remember thinking that, too, being, like, nice. But yeah.
0: It's It's all those little subtleties that you see. There were, there were a lot of facial expressions that you would see, or a shift in facial expression, a slight widening of the eyes, a shift in the eyebrows, or if they turn their head really quickly, I'm watching how the lower jaw is dragging mm. behind the rest of the head. Like, there's a lot of uh, subtleties in the animation. And when you're trying to convey that a character is thinking about something, you know, that, that they're hesitant about something, anxious about something, and you can do it in the face, and have all of those little subtle acting moments, those are hard Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as an animator, right? Those are hard to get right, hard to pin down, hard to get the timing right. And so this is like big hats off to any, all of the lead animators and the art directors and everything for for getting this so right. But, you know, the big actions, like the big fight scenes with Vi fighting, big dynamic movements. And, you know, really snappy, crunchy timing. Yeah you know um it's, it's, can, can, I, can I that's that's the that's where it gets a you know that that i would argue is easier than doing the facial acting.
1: um one thing i just want to jump in on really quick is uh vi's like boxing stance and the way she like ducks and weaves from side to side it's it's like picture perfect like that's exactly i i, I feel like they actually had a boxer come in and do all that
0: because well they do their research i mean yeah they Nowadays in animation if you're not using reference then you're doing it wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean I just right? like I just loved it. I just loved every time she she'd suit up and I there's a very specific type of boxing. I forget what it is now. I think it's uh B-type um but it is very like it's like it's it's that's what it looks like. Like that's what she was doing. Mm-hmm. She's doing a real style of boxing. Um I loved it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I just <laughs> I I thought that there was lots of it it was interesting um to watch. You know, it was very pleasing. It was like watching a painting, and a lot of the backgrounds uh, were paintings, mm-hmm. right? They weren't three D environments. Oh, that that you would expect, right? Not all of them were three D environments. Definitely, there were some, mm-hmm. but a lot of them were paintings, like matte paintings, mm-hmm. and then you have to animate on top of that. And when you're doing that forced perspective with um, you know the painted backgrounds. Uh, I, I've done that in a lot of the shows that I worked on before, like the 2D shows mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, it's impossible to compare the two, but like when I was working on Polly Pocket or Carmen Sandiego or Rescue Bots or any of those shows, you know, it was the same. We're working against very flat backgrounds and you have to force the perspective by faking the 3D. And there was a lot of that done in Arcane, which just is like, seriously? Like that. <laughs> that was a painting, you know? Like just because of how, how everything was so stylized and so heavily textured. And it just, it was really, really pleasing uh, as as an animator to watch this show. And whether I enjoyed the story or not, I would watch this show again and again and again. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just because of all the little things that happen in this show, that, like, the subtleties in acting and even the big dynamic movements, like when Vi puts the gloves on. Mm-hmm right like when she first puts on the iron gauntlets and she starts fighting with the iron gauntlets or you know like she say that she she battles that one hench lady over and over and over again Mm -hmm. but what's interesting about the fights is that they evolve over time Mm -hmm. is like they've they're getting used to battling each other and then it becomes more predictive for them Mm -hmm. and so you watch as the fights change into something that's more interesting and then even the way that Jinx moves in the Echo fight on the airship, right? Like the way that she has that crazy look in her eyes yeah. and the way that she she has that almost, I don't know how else to put it, but like just the way that she moves so easily. Yeah, it's it's, it, it, it's it, almost like how they move in Dragon Ball a little bit, it, right?
1: I, I, I see it as like a blade of uh, uh, grass in the
0: wind. You know, like she
1: just like yeah. her, her, her bones are just kind of jelly and she's kind of sways a little bit, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. But even when like she swings around with her gun to to like confront the were they the firelighters? Yeah. And, uh, you know, like the way that they have her hair frame her eyes when she's <laughs> turning. Yeah. You know, like there's all these really cool cinematic decisions that they make in the show. And uh, I think Alexis really is right when he says that it's because this was a show that was made by artists mm. and not necessarily by like massive production companies. Right. That's great. Right? Like yeah. this this was like a show by artists for artists, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know. And then because they were willing, you know, Riot and anybody else who was going to distribute the show was like, yeah, this is awesome, and they were willing to take the risk to distribute it to the general populace and the general populace, you know, this this is this is true in games too, right? Cuz I work for a game developer now and a lot of the time we get you know criticism from fans or like if you <laughs> only did it this way or maybe in your next game if you did this it would be so cool. And a lot of the time it's like, yeah, that might be cool, but if you wait and see, you know, like if you if you try this new mechanic or whatever, like you're going to realize that Yeah, this is a lot cooler, Mm -hmm. you know, or like this feels right or this plays better, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, with Arcane, I really feel like that's true. A lot of people would be like, ah, you know, like this little studio is going to do it. Like, you know, I wouldn't it wouldn't have been better if they had given it to so and such. Or imagine if like Mick Ross did it or something like the studios that did Avatar and stuff like that. You know, people be like, that would be so cool. And Mm -hmm. then Fordish. Studios comes out and they're like this and people are like, whoa. And so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just, it blows people away. And as an insider in the industry, I can tell you that arcane is a daily topic. Yes. Like it gets talked about a lot, not just for its artistic merit and the really gorgeous animation, mm-hmm. but for the risks it takes as far as storytelling and you know even just like the on-screen fighting and all of that that happens the you know the the heart-wrenching moment when Jinx uh when Vi actually calls her a jinx yeah. and walks away yeah. you know and she's just bawling her eyes out and you know like there's all these little things that that other shows probably wouldn't do mm-hmm. or show in such a visceral way yeah. right because i think that's what sets it apart is they they hold on their shots like Jackie Chan movies yep. right where where the the combat sequences aren't like uh, camera change, camera change, camera change. Camera yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not like seventy five different cuts to show Liam Neeson jumping over a fence, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It, they they hold on the shots, and when somebody hits somebody, it hurts. Yeah, that, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, so
1: yeah, that that's definitely something. The impacts are fantastic. Uh, there's another thing I wanted to say. Um, So I I know I harped a lot about the writing. Um, Yeah. And it's, I just want to, I just want to go around, like, I just want, I just want to kind of bring it in and just kind of say quickly, writing wise, something I thought they did really well that I hope a lot of other studios notice is that this is, there's always that kind of like question of like, like a strong female character, a strong female lead or whatever. This show has them. This show has multiple of them. Um, Copy this format. <laughs> um that's the, mm-hmm. That's all I could say because like the, the the there was this part of me that was scared it was going to be another like like it, it's it's like um it's like an online term for these like for to this type of movie where it's like I thought it was going to be like a, a movie full of girl bosses. And girl bosses are not interesting or fun to watch for a vast majority of us. Uh this show is not that. This show is very like realistic and it does a very good job of flushing out full characters that you can relate to on multiple levels and that you can get behind very easily. So writing-wise, the writing of these characters I think is very well done. A lot of my mm. nitpicks with this show, and that's what I think they are. I really do think they're nitpicks. And I, and I meant to say this in the beginning, but I forgot to. I think I think like a difference between your opinion and my opinion is that like this really blew you away, and I just really liked this. So it's not mm. so it's not that I don't like this TV show. I actually think it's very good um, I just there's a few things that stood out to me that kind of stopped me from like if I was to give it out of five it stopped me from giving it a five just because right. just because like it just stood out too much for me but like this is yeah. definitely a very solid series all around and and I again like you were just sort of saying now my uh, most of my appreciation for this show does come from the animation does come from the art style and comes from the music. That's where mm-hmm. I think, and that's the thing with music too, like music in their fight scenes, like they shadow the fight and they support the fight properly. Like yeah. they, it all matches out exactly the way it should. And so it's beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. The other thing that was enjoyable about the fights was that they weren't easy. No, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, it wasn't like one guy gets hit, falls down, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. It was like one guy takes several hits and then you also take several hits. Yeah. You know, like both people are injured when they walk away. Yeah, and and
1: that's and that's how it should yeah. be.
0: Like that's Yeah.
1: It shouldn't be easy. It should always yeah.
0: be Well, I mean it it's it's I I really feel like the labor of love shows through this yeah. that the artists really wanted to create something awesome through this because even in the in the podcast with Alexis he talks about uh Sony for example. He says it's the Smurfs versus the spider verse. Right? <laughs> he says there's there's one that's formulaic, yeah, one that will make money, right? You're guaranteed to make some money with the Smurfs, mm-hmm. right? He says but Spider-verse was, you know, more a labor of love. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Something where artists really felt free to push and push hard. And when they pushed hard, people were like, "Holy crap, people can do that?" Yeah. You know? And then and then it's like the whole medium is changing it's it's like turning itself on its head i mean you look look at what happened since the spider-verse and like you know spider-verse and arcane and the mitchells versus the machines and you know like these new art and animation styles that are coming together it's like the whole game is changing yeah even the way that like we've talked about it before with the Mandalorian using the unreal engine for virtual production and real-time lighting yeah I mean the the crossover between technology and you know animation and television film whatever it's it like it's going to be seamless pretty soon
1: yeah I mean um I'm waiting I can't wait for to see when it comes to I guess, I guess actually Arcane's the example of it. Because, I mean, I, I was just thinking as you were talking, I was thinking about, like, Bruce Tim and his Batman series. I was thinking mm. about the Spectacular Spider-Man series. Some se-
0: people would say the only Spider-Man, <laughs> the, uh, only, the Bat- only Batman series. Um,
1: but it's, it's like, you, ha- yeah. you have that, and its art style is very distinct. And then, like, they took it to Superman. They took it to Justice League. Like, it's very distinctly his style. Then there was the Spectacular Spider-Man show that came out in the early 2000s. That's, like, compared to, it's considered the... Bruce Tim Batman of Spider Man TV shows,
0: not the Amazing Spider Man. No, no, Peter spectacular. Parker was a big buff guy.
1: <laughs> no, spectacular Spider Man, and um, like that one had a very distinct art style to it too. So I mean, I, I that's kind of more of what I want to see when it comes to these TV shows with these properties. Um, I want them to stand out from each other. I want them to be unique because like there's a whole there's a whole argument with the Cal art style a Cal Cal. Yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah. CalArts. Thank you. Yeah. Um the
0: Disney Factory. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it's like it's like yeah, like there's some really good memes about it that like yeah, they all have the same head shape. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. like, like it's it's sort of hard to ignore. Um yeah. so But I mean that's what they're taught, right? Exactly. Yeah, no, I don't blame the animations or anything. Like I it's as you said earlier in this podcast, like I want to see more shows done by animators with like their animation, their heart and soul put into it, not just another factory mm-hmm. thing. This, like I want their unique styles with their unique, unique flavors. That's that's how you stand out. That's how you make things memorable. Because again, like even though I think the story structures in this show isn't exactly spot on, I'd still recommend it to everybody. Because it's just yeah. But I a mean,
0: the, the the trouble the trouble with this therein comes from you know working in a corporate environment. Yeah. Because I did. I worked for a massive corporation, and they have an IP catalog that's as thick as an old Sears catalog. You know, <laughs> which book? And like they. Yeah, they have access to so many IPs, but they also run an incubator program, mm-hmm. which we were part of. And the the stuff that comes out of the incubator program, I think, would be more interesting to pursue. But the problem is that they have an IP catalog that's like six inches thick. Yeah. And they go, well, which one can we just revive? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, they're, you know, they, they've done that before. I mean, like it doesn't take much. You just look at what they have been producing. And So if you look at Wild Brain, you know one of their newest announcements is Strawberry Shortcake. Oh right. yeah, yeah. Here it comes. Yeah, here, here comes, it comes again. Being revived, right? Yeah. I was working on Polly Pocket. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it comes around again. Yeah. And uh, the the thing that really I feel like sets this one apart, and I said it, and I'll say it again, is the risks. Mm-hmm. There there were there were companies that were willing to take a risk on the property, and artists who were like we have a really good idea for this. And then the company was like, yeah, let's let's blow people away. Yeah. You know, and the company was willing to take that risk. And that's, I I think, a really tricky situation to find yourself in is if you're you know, you're an animator, whether you're a junior, mid-level, senior lead animator, even, you know, even if you're the animation director, you're still not the, the person who is, you know, throwing out the ideas, saying like, let's do this property right Mm -hmm. so whatever property you're given it it then falls to the various teams the creative teams to to actualize that vision in a certain way and so if the vision is like no we're we're adhering to the classic smurfs style (laughs) then i mean that's it (laughs) that's oh yeah it's over (laughs) that that that's it so you know when you're like let's do something like arcane you know, and now people are going to be like, OK, well, what's the arcane style? Right. And then the, the, the I think the thing sorry, the thing behind this is that that's not the point. It's not to make the arcane style. It's to take the same risk <laughs> to, to tell a hard story or, you know, to make the visceral fight <laughs> to provide something that is awesome that otherwise wouldn't be available because you weren't willing to take that risk, Mm -hmm. right? Whether that's you as a company or you personally as an animator, right? So I think that's what sets Arcane apart, like miles apart Mm -hmm. from anything else that's coming out right now. I don't think that there's going to be another show that has the same response to Arcane for a while. Yeah. Because a lot of it will fall into this, like... Oh, they're just ripping it off. Oh, they're just copying the arcane style. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know, like and then even with the new Spider Verse that's coming out, they're 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 building on what they had done before, mm-hmm. right? And that's fantastic. But the to 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 replicate this style will be good, yeah, but what would be better is to take the risk. Yeah right if you have a story to tell and you can actualize it in some different way if there's a if there's a medium that you think is best for telling that story then i think that it should be pursued mm-hmm. right like with with a show like arcane it would have been completely wasted if it was actors oh yeah, 100% 100% yeah, I agree. Completely wasted. Yep, I agree. It would have just turned into like a big VFX kerfuffle. Yeah, it would have sucked. Right? You you could you can only do you can only I really I really believe that you can only actualize certain fantasy within certain medium. Yep. Right? And I'll leave it up to anybody to prove me wrong. I would love to be shown that I'm wrong. You know, but I I love what happened with this show because they took a chance. Mm-hmm. They said, "No, no, 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 we can do this better than The Dragon Prince. We can do this better than anime. We can do this better than if we were to just make it in the star like the style of Avatar. Mm-hmm. We can do it better." Huh. And then they were like, "Okay, do it better." And the studio was like, "Okay, we'll do it better." And then they did it better. Yeah, they did it much better. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um uh, you know, like it's just so good. I I, I mean, I, I will, I'll lay it out here. It's like, I geek out about this at work a lot, <laughs> but I, I mentioned earlier that it's not just me. There are like technical directors who talk about just the way that the, the shaders on the models work or the way that the dynamics on the characters work or how the painting or the painted backgrounds work with the blended 3D sets. <laughs> you know, like there, there's a lot of technical challenges that were faced by the show that were overcome mm-hmm. or creatively solved and i think brilliantly so and i only hope that they can build on this because like it's it's so good I, from an animation point yeah. of view it's so good
1: yeah because because one of my fears is that it's so popular now that they're going to try to rush it out and once you try to rush things out and make it a factory system it, you're going to drop a whole bunch of the quality you had um sure so i I, yeah that's let me
0: let me let me assuage your fears a little bit as they've been working on season two for a while already oh
1: great okay good (laughs) Is there anything else you want to say
0: i i just i think that if this didn't convince you to watch arcane or you've seen it and you know you 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 need to have another go at it like i there are just so many little things to watch for that subtle and if you're well, I mean, if, if you're an animator and you're watching it and you're only paying attention to, you know, what they have cinemagraphed. So, you know, let's let's just take when Vi goes into the bar and she takes the, that bottle of alcohol from the guy and then she goes into the back room or whatever, right? Like there there's a whole sequence that happens, but it's not just Vi that's moving, right? Like you have to remember, there's everybody in those shots has a story. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? You know, it's like there's, There are so many pieces that are put together, and this is true in a lot of films, but when you're doing something that's so stylized and so cinematic, you know, it can be really easy to just focus on the the one character and what they're doing and make that part awesome and just kind of leave the rest as whatever background characters, but they didn't just do that. Mm -hmm. You know, they made sure that everything felt like it belonged. Everything was in its place right and then the action took place around it it's stellar it's stellar I mean I you know sure there can be some story critiques and blah 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 like some people might say it's a slow burn or whatever but from from my perspective as an animator watching this as part of my craft I'm watching it and I'm going wow like that's awesome and not just that but you know to have staff who are maybe more junior being mentored by more senior staff to be brought up to that level. These people are going to be doing great things. It's awesome. I love it. I love to see it.
1: Cool. Cool. Um, okay. I feel we're going to be repeating ourselves now. <laughs> sure. At yeah. This point. We can wrap it up there. Yeah, uh, But before we do, I want to ask you a question. Ooh, uh,
0: question time, question time.
1: Which yeah. character from the game do you want to see introduced in the season two and why?
0: <laughs> for season two yeah uh,
1: it doesn't have to fit with the story just whatever character yeah. you want and
0: why right well i mean i okay i'll let you answer first because this kind of got sprung on me yeah here. sure
1: no problem um for me it's fiddlesticks um <laughs> and it's not because i think he's super funny and he's, he's he's a good guy but um his whole thing is that he's a scary scarecrow and like his like surprise crow attack thing like and his life leech all that kind mm. of stuff i think with this animation style and the music that could be chosen for it would really stand right. out and really make him um uh, at risk of using this word make him a very epic
0: character to to, to see on
1: screen um i, th- yeah. I think they would do it. i think they would do him more than enough justice and i think it'd be a lot of fun to watch
0: yeah well i mean i like the way that they're already setting up like singed yeah you know singes there yeah yeah But uh, I, you know, I'll build on your crows thing because of the impending war, you know, that'll happen between, uh, what are the, is it Noxus?
1: Yeah, Noxus is helping the uh, Gear Town and, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Piltover. Piltover, yeah, it's a Gear Town. Yeah, yeah, Gear Town. (laughs) That's something else. Swain. Yeah, oh, Swain, hell yeah, yeah.
0: I'd like to see Swain. (laughs) Yeah, well, it'd be interesting to see more of, like, the Noxus stuff, maybe, like, you know, even a Darius. I, well, I think
1: Darius and his brother are definitely going to be in the next season. Um, yeah, I,
0: I, and then even because we haven't been, I, we haven't been to Demacia yet. No, but it would be interesting to see like Garen and Lux. Garen, and all those Garen would be too. awesome.
1: Lux would be awesome. I also think Master Yi would be really fun, just because <laughs> like he's all speedy with his like alt, right? Right. So picture like what yeah, yeah, they yeah. can do with him, animation style, and like they could they could do like the whole like um, the whole like samurai movie thing where like you know that the screen edges could come in and he's like right like i think that'd look yeah, really yeah. cool uh anyways have, you,
0: have have you seen star wars visions
1: uh no oh that's the no. that's the anime star wars right
0: yeah that is the anime. yeah no, star it, wars. it's
1: on my list i haven't seen it yet
0: okay yeah t- take a look yeah because there that exists i know i've in, I've, uh, I've
1: seen some i've seen some yeah. clips and i'm like this looks awesome so,
0: it's pretty cool yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, but that's another day. That's another
1: day. All right. Thank you, everybody. Hope you guys are all having a good one. Cheers.
0: Go watch Arcane. You'll like it, I promise. Or maybe you won't, but you'll like the animation. Yeah,
1: just just enjoy the animation and the music, if anything else. Ignore all the story things I said. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. All right, everybody. Bye.
0: Frames for Thought podcast uses royalty-free music from V-Y-E-N and Corbin Kites. Thanks for listening.